if you don't lay this groundwork, then it can feel like you're just constantly creating content for the sake of it. And there's no real strategy underneath it. And it becomes harder for your audience to follow what you're talking about as well, if you're jumping all over the place from topic to topic. Whereas people understand if you've got something coming up that you're trying to sell, then of course you're going to be talking about that thing. We've come to expect it now. We see it all the time in the online space. And I believe that if you're creating helpful content that answers people's questions, even if it's in relation to your product or service that you're trying to sell, it doesn't feel so salesy. So it's easier for us as business owners to produce that content because we're not always second guessing ourselves about whether we're being too salesy or not. Hello and welcome to episode 24 of the Audience Growth Podcast. Today, I'm going to be talking about how you can create content more strategically in order to grow your business. This has evolved out of conversations that I've had inside my group program, Audience Growth Club, inside my business accelerator, The Charge, and inside my free Facebook community, The Audience Growth Collective. The fact that I'm having these conversations in all of these different groups that I host, and in fact, often with people in my DMs as well, tells me that most business owners are still looking for ways to be more efficient, more organized, and to drive better results from content creation activities that you are doing. If you're listening to this episode, I would love for you to pause this right now and drop me a DM on Instagram at Nikki Hutchison and just say, yes, I am looking for ways to be more strategic with my content creation or actually I feel pretty good about my content creation right now. I would really love to know your answer. So thank you for doing that. Press pause and let me know right now. Okay, we're back and it's time to dive into the episode. Here goes. This week's episode is a short, sharp burst of what I hope will be inspiration for you to take more control over your strategy when it comes to content creation. I know that for many of you, you may feel that you are caught up on the hamster wheel. You are feeding the machine, feeding the beast when it comes to content creation. And you're perhaps not getting the results all the time that you are hoping for. And you might feel like you're putting in a whole load of effort for not the returns that you were expecting. If so, then today's episode is definitely for you. I have a system that I use in my business and that I recommend to my clients that they use inside their businesses. This is something that we cover in a whole load of detail inside Audience Growth Club. I'll share the link in the comments to the waiting list because Audience Growth Club will be opening up again later this year. But for now, I'm going to share some top tips that you can apply right away because there's a really simple system here and it starts with thinking about your business. Now, this might sound at odds with some of the advice that I give from time to time because you'll often hear me say that your marketing really starts with your customers and putting yourself in your customer's shoes. And I do stand by that. But ultimately, your marketing needs to be driving the results that you want to achieve in your business. What do I mean by this? I mean that you need to start with the outcome in mind. 
So let me ask you this. By the time this episode comes out, it will be July, the first month of the second half of the year. Do you know what you want to achieve in your business before the end of the year? Do you know what you want to achieve in your business within the current quarter? So quarter three of 2022. And do you know what you want to achieve in your business this month? If not, then those are the things that you really need to think about before you create a single other piece of content in your business. And I'm going to talk you through the things that I look at when I'm doing my annual plan for my business, because I think this is an example that you can lift straight out of this podcast and start using in your own business today. So I start, I map out the four quarters of the year. I like to work quarterly and I map out four different areas that I want to take into consideration each quarter. And those areas are starting with the business. Like I said, what is my business focus? So I will look at what is my business focus for every single quarter in the year. Then I'll move on and I'll think, okay, I know what my goals are. I know what my business focus is for each quarter. What does that mean for my communications? Now, what I mean by communications is simply the messages, the marketing that I am putting out into the world. So what's my communications focus for each quarter? That's what I'll ask myself. Then I'll ask myself, okay, those are the things that I want to achieve. And those are the things that I want to talk about. What do I need to do in order to make those things happen? And don't worry, I am going to go into more detail here. So if it needs a bit more explanation, that's coming. And so that's the third thing that I look at. I look at my action items. What are the things that I need to do in order to make these things happen? And then I wrap the whole thing up by looking at what is the business effect that I want to create. So let me give you one example. If I look back the way to quarter one of 2022, I asked myself, what is going to be my business focus for quarter one of 2022? My business focus was to spend time planning out the rest of the year. Now, I usually do that in December, but we all know what the past couple of years have been like. So I was a little bit behind. So I was doing that in very early January. And I was also really focused on selling Audience Growth Club. It started up for the first time on the 10th of January. And I was also focused on onboarding new agency clients. What did that mean for my communications focus? What that meant was that I was focused on creating messages, creating content that would grow my own audience so that I had more people to sell to, and that would talk about Audience Growth Club. So I was sharing some of the details of the program. I was doing a lot of delivery in other people's groups, in other organizations like Enterprise Nation. I was guesting on podcasts. I was taking part in a marketing summit. I was doing a whole load of marketing activity to grow my own audience. And at the end of each session, I was telling people how they could work with me inside Audience Growth Club. So you can see how making the decision around that business focus had the biggest impact on my content creation for that quarter. Some more of the action items, section number three that I look at, I've decided on my business focus, I've decided on my communications focus, the things that I'm going to be doing. And I also wanted to add in some more action items. I hosted my own workshops. I promoted Audience Growth Club on the podcast that I was guesting on. I provided details for the information to be shared in the show notes. 
I reached out to other communities that I was part of, paid communities who offered the opportunity to sell within their newsletters, for example. I'm also in a community called Real Work that you will have heard me talk about before. They have a Slack community and you can promote and sell in one of the channels within Slack. And I was really clear on my fourth section, which was the business effect that I wanted to create. I wanted to create a sales increase in my business by selling Audience Growth Club. And I had a specific percentage that I wanted to increase that by. So you can see that there are four very clear areas to consider, and only one of them relates to content. So there was the business focus. What did I want to sell or what did I want to happen inside my business in quarter one? I wanted to sell Audience Growth Club. I wanted to plan out the year. And as part of that plan, that included launching this podcast, which launched in February. That meant that my communications focus, so the content that I was putting out into the world, needed to focus on growing my audience, launching the podcast and selling Audience Growth Club, launching that group program. The action items that I needed to do, there were so many that I did in January to grow my audience and to make these sales. But they included things like hosting multiple workshops, taking part in a summit, guest podcasting, guest blogging, newsletter sharing, newsletter outreach. And I needed to stay really focused on what that business effect was that I wanted to create. I wanted to create an increase in sales. And that's the thing that I always have in the back of my mind. I know that it can feel hard as a business owner sometimes to maintain momentum and you might feel like giving up or you might ask yourself, why am I bothering to do this? If you're really clear on the business effect that you want to create by doing all of these actions, by being so focused, by creating such focused content that really relates to the things that you want to happen in your business, keeping in mind that effect that you want to create in your business will really help you to stay on track. And I don't just do this every quarter. I break this down further and do it monthly as well. So I know, for example, which months in the year I am going to be most focused on onboarding clients into the agency. And some people ask me, this might be a question that you have. If I'm selling the same thing all year round, how can I decide what my business focus should be in any given month? And I would challenge you because I believe that even if you are selling essentially the same service or the same product all year round, there will be specific times of year when it's more appropriate for you to use certain messaging and it's more appropriate for you to do a big push. Let's say that you're a service provider and you run a program that's open all year round. You're still going to want to host launches to try and drive extra numbers through the door. Let's say you have a product-based business, you have a brand. There are still going to be times of year that it is more appropriate to use certain messaging than others. So have a think about those external factors like time of year, seasonality, and then have a think about your own decisions that you want to make in your business. So for example, I don't run any programs during the summer apart from the charge, which runs 12 months of the year. I don't do any launches in the summer because I want to spend more time with my family. I want to give myself a bit of a break and I do a similar thing over Christmas in December as well. So 
Yes, there are external factors and seasonality. And some of those I don't have much control over. The same will apply in your business. But you can also be in control of your business and make decisions about when you want to do a push and when you want to really focus on certain things, even if you're selling the same thing all year round. So I create a business calendar of when I want to focus on different things within the business. So when do I want to really onboard new agency clients? When do I want to run Audience Growth Club? When do I want to run the charge? Well, I run the charge all the time, 12 months of the year, but when do I want to try and onboard new members? When do I want to review my business? I do that every quarter because things change all the time and I want things to change all the time. That keeps it interesting. How often do you review your business and do you schedule in time for that? If not, then I would challenge you to do that. And I also class this podcast as a pretty major business activity. It's a big commitment. So that gets plotted out on my business calendar every single month in the year and every single week in the month. So step one for you might be to plot out your business calendar for the year, if you like to look that far ahead, or it might be to plot out your business calendar for the quarter and then break that down into months. And your next step is then to think, okay, I know what I want to happen in my business each time of year, each quarter, each month, whatever. Now, what does that mean for my messaging? So for example, I will be launching my group programs again later on this year. So you will hear me talk about those group programs much more regularly on the podcast as that time approaches. And I'll create some very specific content around the benefits of group programs, the things that you can learn in these group programs, the type of content that I share in there. And you can do that around your business as well. Have a think about the questions that people ask you most often. And when it comes to the time of year when you've decided to promote your product or service, whatever that may be, and whenever that may be, that's the time to start answering those questions so that you can help people understand what's in it for them. And keep yourself on track by keeping that end goal in mind. That's why I think it's really important to define what is the effect that you want to create in your business. So when I'm doing a launch, for example, I won't just think, oh, I want to have a really successful launch. I will get really granular and think, I want to sell X number of spaces or I want to generate X amount of revenue. And that will help keep me going because business can be tiring. Marketing can be tiring. If you don't lay this groundwork, then it can feel like you're just constantly creating content for the sake of it. And there's no real strategy underneath it. And it becomes harder for your audience to follow what you're talking about as well if you're jumping all over the place from topic to topic. Whereas people understand if you've got something coming up that you're trying to sell, then of course you're going to be talking about that thing. We've come to expect it now. We see it all the time in the online space. And I believe that if you're creating helpful content that answers people's questions, even if it's in relation to your product or service that you're trying to sell, it doesn't feel so salesy. So it's easier for us as business owners to produce that content because we're not always second guessing ourselves about whether we're being too salesy or not. So remember the four steps, business focus, communications focus, action items, and business effect. And if you can define all of those for every quarter and every month of every year, then you will be winning in business in no time at all. If you're enjoying the podcast, can I ask you a favor? It would mean the world to me if you could leave me a quick review on iTunes or rate the podcast on Spotify or wherever you're listening to it. It really does make all the difference. And if I could ask another small favor, 
If you have time to drop me a DM on Instagram and let me know whether you're enjoying the podcast, I would absolutely love to hear from you. And I promise I reply to every message. Thanks so much for tuning in and I will be back again next week. See you then. Coming up on next week's podcast, I have another guest interview and it's with the fabulous Rachel Spencer. Rachel and I met on a group program. You'll see if you listen to the podcast regularly, this is a recurring theme. Group programs are a fantastic way to grow your network. Rachel and I met on a group program in 2019 and she is a PR expert. And we're going to be discussing on next week's episode, five simple steps to get in the press. Now, Rachel specifically works with pet businesses. However, every single tip that she's sharing on next week's episode can be applied to any type of business at all. So if you've ever wanted or wondered whether you could create your own PR, the answer is yes. And come and join us next week to find out how. I'll see you then.